Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on. Come on, y'all. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, is God good to me. Unbelievable. Yeah, he is. And I, and, and I, and I can only attribute it to one thing. It's, it's just been a turnaround in my life. It's, it's been me finally making decision to see what all God has for me but at the same time trying to be more God want me to be instead of more what I want to be. That's the trade-off. You know, you got to do something now. You know, you know, you want God's blessings. You got to be willing to do something on his behalf. I'm not saying I got it right right now because I'm just being real with you. I don't. I don't have it all together by any stretch of the imagination. I'm trying to get better in several areas. I'm praying about it. I'm working on it. But you know it's a process, and I've 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 grown to accept the process. But I'm improving in a lot of areas from day to day. But I tell you what, man, my success, all that's going on with me, I can only attribute to this turnaround. And the turnaround was simple. I turned around and started looking at God. That was the simple move, man. I just turned around and started looking at Him, and I was going, "Okay, I get it now. You created me. You're the Creator." You have a purpose for me. I understand that now. Now, let me just walk in that purpose and let me get to doing that purpose. Now, my purpose and your purpose and their purpose and anybody's purpose could be different. And the way you go about the purpose can be different. And that's the part that I've really grown up to. I've opened up my mind to understanding that everybody's different. Nobody's quite the same. And that is not my right or position to judge. 
but to be uh, of a forgiving spirit and understand and forgive those as I ask God to forgive me. See, that's the key. That's the key, y'all. So when you out here and you stuck on this unforgiveness, understand in, in, in the Lord's Prayer, there's a segment that says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There's another version that says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's two different versions. But either one, it means the exact same thing. It means simply this, that you are asking God to forgive yours like you forgive others. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When I cross the line with you, God, handle me the way I handle people when they cross the line with me. You feel what I'm saying to you. So you understand that that's the breakdown of it. Best way I can give it to you. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive me, God, for stepping over the line like I forgive those that step over the line on me. That's the hard part, man. That's the part, man, I've really been working on. I've been really trying to get that together. And so I've learned forgiveness a lot better over the past five years than I have before. And it's paid off. I I can't tell you how it's paid off. Because now, God's mercy and grace is all over me. Because I've learned to become more graceful. Now, I ain't graceful like him. I ain't merciful like him. But I've learned to become more, more graceful, more merciful. Because, man, I can't live my life like that. I just got sick of me, man. You mad at me, now I'm mad at you. You hating on me, now I'm going to hate on you. I ain't got time for that, man. I've got you. Look here, you got somewhere to go. Hate take up time. It's time consuming. Hating, trying to seek revenge. It's time consuming. It take up way too much of your time to seek revenge when vengeance ain't really yours. That's another one. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It ain't yours. So now, when you go to seek it, to take it out, guess what you're doing? You're doing something now, man. Now you're off into an area that you got no business being in. And instead of steady climbing your ladder like you're supposed to, you didn't take out time for vengeance. To hate. I'm a hater. I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to blog about so-and-so. When you're blogging about somebody, and most of these people you don't even know, when you're blogging about somebody, what you doing? What you hating? It takes time to hate, man. I just decided, man, I got to take all my time. And instead of have doing time and being active, I got to be proactive. See, some people get that confused, being active and being proactive. Pro is positive. Pro means to move forward. You know, if, if you put pro in front of most words, it's a positive influence. You know, there's the pros and the cons. The pros is the good side. The cons is what can go wrong, the bad side. You know, if you're active, that's one thing. But if you proactive, you're going forward in a positive direction. When you become a pro, that means you're the best of the best at whatever it is you've chosen to be. I'm a pro. So somehow, and I'm no uh, English teacher or grammatical guy, but the word pro a lot of times when you put it in front of something means positiveness. So now, a lot of people think that if you just active, something ought to happen. 
Well, I'm doing something. And that's what happens, man. We just find ourselves doing a lot of busy work that really ain't about nothing and ain't going nowhere. It ain't got no direction or no purpose because we haven't tried to find out the direction or purpose. So you wake up and you and you and your wheels are spinning. You a hamster on a treadmill. You're running real fast, but you're just going in the same spot. You understand? That's because you're just out here being active instead of proactive. Why don't you get God in your life? Why don't you turn and face your creator and find out how to become more proactive so you can do things to move yourself forward, how you can get your life off the ground and get off the treadmill and really get it rolling in the direction that it need to be going, man. I'm telling you, God can make that change for you if he see you making the change for him. See, the whole key, man, the whole key is you got to be willing to do something. You got to give God something to bless. Bless me, God, and then you go sit on your couch and you ain't trying. Okay, bless me, God, with what? What what, what, what he working with? He can't have the people hire you if you ain't put the app in. Come on, man. The blessing comes when you make a, a proactive step, when you try to do something on the positive side. Look, man, I'm going to quit messing around with all these people. I'm going to start going home. I'm going to leave these women alone out here. You got to say, all right, man, I ain't going over there tonight. I just ain't going to get Then God can work with you. God, help me stop seeing all these women. But you steady going over there, calling them, setting up stuff. Well, can't nobody help you? Because once you get over there, you already know. See, you, you got to get proactive. You got to do something yourself. You make one step, he'll make two. That's, that's the key, man. So come on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me have it. <laughs> you know what it is. Attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This show right here is live. This show is in color, about color, and anybody else. All of us are colored anyway. Some shade of something. That's true, Steve. That's right. Uh, this is, matter of fact, speaking of attention, today's show is dedicated to people with attention deficit disorder. Can't mm-hmm. hardly pay attention that much. Oh, that's kind of me. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of me too. Mm-hmm. So, now that we know what that is, all y'all that can't pay attention that good, uh, this show is dedicated to you, and what we're asking you to do today is doggone it, pay attention. Okay. <laughs> Through your head. Quit drifting off. <laughs> Shirley Strawberry. Oh, hey. I, I just drifted off. Uh, good morning, Steve. How you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real good. Carla Pharrell. I am paying attention. Good morning, sir. <laughs> Hello, crew. <laughs> Junior. Huh? Oh, I'm the only one listening. Yeah. <laughs> what? You know my attention span is that of a three-year-old. What? You know what? this. What are we doing? See right there. <laughs> the show. But yeah. thank you for dedicating the oh. show to us, Steve. <laughs> that's right, Jim. Morning, huh? Good no, with it. That's okay. Nobody kidding about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You never just say it, huh? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> what we doing? Where are we? What are we doing? 
focus. <laughs> focus, people. Focus. I'm focused. I'm focus. here. I'm excited about waking up every day, so I'm here. Man. I know. Thank yeah. you, Lord. Yes. Oh, Thank man. You, Lord. Mm-hmm. Temple thing. Amen again. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you guys something. I never asked you. Shirley? Yes, Steve. What's on the dream board that you're looking forward to accomplishing? Uh, uh, something with my daughter, a project I have going on with my daughter. Carla? Uh, um, having, um, adopting a child. Because I'm not going to have another baby, so. Oh, you, oh, I didn't know that. I, I want to. Wow. We want to grow our family. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty slick. Carla? Carla, Carla? All right, girl. Junior? Uh, yeah. One day have my own morning show. Mm. Really, Junior? Mm-hmm. You can do that. Yeah. You can do that. It's on That's there. awesome, Junior. Mm-hmm. Call Junior's really? Playhouse in the morning. Claim it. What about you, Steve Harvey? I got a bunch of things yep, yep, yep. I'm grateful for. I'm glad I'm not a politician. Ooh. Hey, man, you know what's really, really strange, though? And I just want to say hmm. this. I, I really, I'm not surprised, but I'm like really amazed at how the Republican Party is so quiet about what Donald Trump has done. When clearly it's not right, but they are extremely quiet about it, and it's really, really alarming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We need to find out. It was a good weekend. Uh, Weather-wise, not so much. But we got to find out what the crew did over the weekend. Let's start with you, Mr. Harvey. How was your weekend? Well, my weekend was like a... a, It was a wonderful week. I spent most of it traveling, though. Uh, I I spent it uh, most... Half of my travel time was in the air... The other half was on a delayed, uh, uh, a delayed uh, rain delay in Dubai, and then the rest of it was got on the plane and sat on the runway, and then the rest of it was flying some more. So I just been in the air all weekend. I don't know what today is. I don't know what I'm doing. I do know I'm in Africa, and that's it. Am I jet lagged? Yes. Do I know what the hell going on? No. <laughs> Nothing. Well, thank you, sir, for that for that report. <laughs> Got a lot of uh, miles, huh? Got some mileage out of it, though. Girl, I'm so tired. <laughs> I, but you know what? I this is 2020 is the year of no complaining for me. So I had a oh, wonderful really? flight. Wow! I had a wonderful layover. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the Dubai airport is like amazing place. Now, I could have got a hotel, but I didn't want one because, you know, I I don't like leaving the airport. And so the Dubai airport has everything. It's top of the line shopping. They've got cigar lounges, uh, bars, hookah, massages, showers, quiet rooms. I mean, it's very private when you have this premium ticket. So you can walk around, shop. I actually found uh, the uh, iPod earbuds that's uh, out until February. 
You can't order them until February. I found them exclusive Dubai, uh, you know, uh, uh, designs and stuff. So I got laid out in the airport and shopping, everything, had three meals, waiting on it, and I'm happy. No complaint. <laughs> so you just round there eating and shopping. <laughs> Skipping. But in the airport though, Jimmy. in the airport, yeah. airport. <laughs> your little famous behind, your famous behind, just back there, just shopping. <laughs> Sounds like fun, right? Yeah, well, yeah, but, I mean, but, you know. see, but okay, 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 but okay, but here's the deal though. This is what I got to tell you. Uh, that that Emirates first class and Etihad. Etihad is another uh, Middle Eastern airline, uh, UAE mm-hmm. airline that goes into Abu Dhabi. Those airlines are like made really, really incredible. So when you do have a layover and you're in first class, they have a, a first class floor that's just for first class. So all the shops that's on the main terminal level are mm-hmm. upstairs. And, you know, I mean, it's up to it's Louis Vuitton, it's Gucci, it's Rolex, it's Samsung, it's iPod, anything. I don't care what it is you want. Wines, alcohols, it's all up there. You can shop and you don't have to, you're not on the main terminal level doing it. And then, and then you got the cigar lounges, uh, you got your showers up there, you got your rooms that you can rent. And you, you can get a hotel room if you want one. It's right there. It's all on the same level so it, yeah 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 they got everything Shirley oh it's, it's dope you got to do it one time all y'all I, going to Dubai you got to go Dubai Abu Dhabi to. oh lord have mercy I would love yeah. to I've never been any place where I could shower and shop at the yeah. same do you know how much in heaven I'm yeah. gonna be yeah sure <laughs> I know clean you ain't gonna be able to get back fresh and so clean <laughs> clean <laughs> and then we can shop Carla come on man and what, what? That no Shirley, Shirley and I will pass out yeah. <laughs> She spent all her money. She can't get back. You will never hear these words from me. Girl, we got to go. We got to stop shopping because we at least got to take a shower. Uh-uh. We could do it right here in the airport. <laughs> One time crazy. I went shopping with Shirley. One time uh-huh. I went shopping yeah. with Shirley. We kept going. We were going. We were going. I said, Shirley, now you know I got to eat. You know I got to get something to eat. Girl, we mm-hmm. ate. I said, that was gum, Shirley. That was some chewing gum. <laughs> we have got that's gum. We have got to that. eat. We were she shopping. was like, okay. <laughs> like, she mad at me. Yeah, I don't eat when I'm shopping. I do not eat. Uh-uh. <laughs> Only and She was like, yeah. hurry up. Yeah. You want so, to yes, Steve, we got to go over there to Dubai so yeah. we can be See worldwide with it. See, Junior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, Junior, your problem is. You don't have a wife, so you don't know none of this. No. You don't know the shopping problem that they all have. You don't know none of this. It's a gene. Yeah. You get nervous when when Aunt Marjorie goes shopping. Nervous as hell. (laughs) Be sitting up like a little jackrabbit in the rattlesnake cage. (laughs) (laughs) But Junior... You know how you get so excited when you watch a football game, let's say? Yeah. How you're all animated and stuff like that. That's what shopping does for us. Mm, That's it. Yes, absolutely. That's our football. It's like scoring a touchdown. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Shoes, touchdown. (laughs) Right, Steve?
<laughs> Junior, wow. it's actually, the sad thing about what they're saying is, it's actually bigger than that for them. It's bigger <laughs> than a damn touchdown. It, shopping for it's them. The Super Bowl. It's like going to the Super Bowl every yes. day. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a great description, Steve. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. I'll be praying for yeah. you, man. <laughs> Hang in there, Taj. Hang I... in there, Nesto. <laughs> Not the shout out to the husbands, though. Yeah, yeah. right. Hey. <laughs> Hang in there, Steve. <laughs> he shouted out to himself. To you going to shout yourself out? <laughs> wow. We got to get out of here. Coming up next, it is Junior in for the nephew with uh, a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here uh, with today's national news. And in entertainment news, the NAACP Image Award nominations have been announced. We'll talk about those right after, uh, right at the top of the hour, let's say. But right now, it is time for uh, the prank phone call of the day. And Junior is in for the nephew. What you got, Junior? Christmas lights. <laughs> Sounding just huh? like your boy. Huh? <laughs> These Christmas lights, sir. Okay. These Christmas lights, call. <laughs> Oh, these what? Christmas lights. I just took, I just took mine down. I just took the tree down Friday, Junior. I don't want to hear this prank. <laughs> I hear See, it. I like it when people leave it up. <laughs> for yeah. a Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. Run it, cat. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, James. Yeah. Hey, James. How you doing? Uh, this is Greg. I'm one of your neighbors. I live a few streets over from you. How you doing today? I'm I'm doing fine. What's up? Just want to make sure I got the right person. You at um six uh, North Willow Bend? Yeah. Okay. Why are you okay. calling me, man? What's up? What's okay. Up? I'm on. I live on Shadow Bend, man. My name is Greg, and um, I want to. I want to reach out to you. Uh, we seem to have a bit of a problem, man. You still have your Christmas lights up on the house, and yeah. what what what's what's going on? You know, we you know some of the neighbors have had a conversation. When are you gonna take these down? Man, we go through this every year, and uh, it ain't no problem, man. The, the lights are gonna stay up. Hold on, hold on. What, 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 what do you mean they're gonna stay up? Did I stutter? I said the lights are gonna stay up. You know, no, I go no, no. Hold, hold, hold on, bro. Christmas is over. The lights ain't finna stay up. Okay. I don't give I'm, a I'm gonna call you nicely and tell you that the lights need to come down. You know, I don't. I don't even, why do you have your lights up after Christmas? Santa Claus, the, the whole Christmas thing is over. Wait, wait, wait a minute, man. What, what's your name again? Greg, who? Of the my name, my name is Greg. My name is Greg, and I live on Shadow Bend. I live four streets over from you. I don't give a f about where you live, man. You know, okay. how'd you get my number? I got your number from the HOA. You know, the president of HOA. Aunt Alan, the one gave me your number. But that, but Alan. that's neither that's neither here nor there. The, the, the big issue is these Christmas lights just got to come down. <laughs> you sound like a joke, man. You sound like a guy fool. What? What? You 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 gonna take my Christmas? You know why I keep those lights up? I'm listening. My mama loves those lights. She keeps the lights up a little bit longer than usual, but we don't give a f about that as long as she's happy. So okay, okay, you know, okay. Let me let me let me, let me, do with let me say this. I'm hearing you with your mama. I understand that. You know, you got love for your mom. Cool. But check this out. The whole neighborhood wants your lights down. So I'm going to tell you this right here from neighbor to neighbor. You got to tomorrow evening 
to take them lights down. If not, I'm going to take them down my damn self. What okay? time you coming, bro? What time you coming? Okay. i tell you what. I get off at 5. I'll be at your house by 6 to take these damn lights down if you're not Yeah, hey, I'll be down. looking for you, too, man. You know, we got a big family. I'll come, I'm going to call my brother, and we're going to meet you. We're going to meet oh. you. Because you ain't okay. taking down. You understand okay. what I'm saying? Damn, damn, damn. Lights are going to stay up, bro. Okay. I don't care if you and your mama got to take them damn lights down. Hold up, brother. What you say about my mama? I said you and your mama can take them lights down, but somebody got to take them down. Motherfucker, you talking about my mom. We ain't taking down Where did you say you live? I live on, on Shadow Bend. I'm on Shadow Bend. I'm on hey, Shadow Bend. You just... You trying to you trying to sign your death sentence if you come over to my crib and talk about taking down our mother Christmas lights? You man, hey, you. if I come over there and you and your mama ain't on the ladder trying to get them lights off that house, then I'm taking them down. Hey man, you you talking about my mama taking down the light? I've got a baseball bat for your mother. And everybody at the HOA, I, I don't, everybody at that club you in or whatever, the HOA or whatever, I'm you up, mother. I'm you up. Okay, well, if you, if you, if you me up, you're going to have to, you're going to have to tie me up, too. He's the, he the one told us you had the lights on the house and hadn't taken them down. Tommy the one. Tommy. Who? Tommy and you. Can you get over here right now? I, I, I can come. I tell you what, I come through there. Me and Tommy both will come through there if that's what you want. Come on, mother You silly. Okay, so so can I say something else? So what, mother can I Can I say one more thing to you? Man, you ain't got to say else. You say that when you get over here. You're talking about my mama, man. Okay, I, hey, 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 calm down, dude. Calm down. Okay. Calm down about what, Okay. okay. Can, I, can, I, can, I, can I say something else? Can I say one more thing? Just, just, just one more thing. What? All I'm going to say is this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You you got to be kidding me, man. <laughs> this is <laughs> up. <laughs> man. <laughs> you got James, you all right, man? No, man, I ain't all right, man. What? You got my blood pressure up. What? <laughs> hey, listen. Wow. Listen, hey, 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 James, you got some neighbors, Russell and Shanice. They are the ones that got me to prank call you, man. <laughs> they ain't going to get no Christmas present for me next year. You That's for sure. That's some bullshit, man. Wow. Boy. Oh, man. You was heated, man. Uh, one thing I do you, know about you, James, you love your mama, don't you? I love, I love her to death, man. You, you, you had to take it there. That, that ain't right, man. <laughs> oh, oh man. man, happy 2020. You got to let me know, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Let me hear it. Come on, God. The Steve Harvey good morning show, man. <laughs> See, huh? <laughs> See, you and your mama what? gonna take these Christmas lights down. That's what y'all gonna <laughs> <Light> do. Too much. <laughs> That's exactly what the nephew would have said. That's what y'all gonna do. Uh huh. Uh huh. Gonna take these uh-huh. lights down. Okay. Yeah, you, you and your mama gonna take these lights down. <laughs>
I know. I mean, but, I still enjoy seeing them. I know it's over. Or I, excuse me. I know the holiday is done. But, you know, mm-hmm. it still reminds you that, you know, Christmas, we just had it, yeah. what, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You know? I like the people yeah. who keep them up well, year we, round. Yeah. You know, because when they get back around the Christmas time, all they do is go outside and plug them in. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Ta-da. one time I was in the car with this friend of mine. And we were going over to uh, dinner after church at their family's house. So we were riding in the car and we uh, turned up the street. And I was like, this was about like April or May. And so I was like, they still had Christmas lights up. I was like, oh my God, who in the world has these Christmas lights still up? It's almost Mm -hmm. Easter time. Now it's time for Memorial Day. Pull right into that driveway. And into that driveway. (laughs) It was his grandmother's house. You know, don't talk about her grandma. I like Christmas. Just like. (laughs) All right, well, coming up at the top of the hour, guys, we'll have some entertainment and some national news. That's right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So excited, guys, about the nominations for the 51st Annual NAACP Image Award. The award show honors the accomplishments of African Americans and people of color in TV, music, literature, and film, and also recognizes individuals or groups who promote social justice through creative endeavors. Netflix picked up a lot of nominations this time out, including When They See Us and Dolomite Is My Name with Eddie Murphy. (laughs) On the uh, movie side, I love that movie. On the movie side, Queen and Slim, Harriet, Just Mercy, uh, Entertainer of the Year, Regina King, Billy Porter, and Lizzo. Actors, Eddie Murphy, Cynthia uh, Erivo, Harriet, she played Harriet, remember? Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx, Forrest Whitaker, Godfather of Harlem. I get to watch that. I got Woo, so good. Amari Hardwick Boy. from Power, and our very own, ready for this, get the drum roll ready, cat. Our very own Steve Harvey is nominated. Yeah, yeah. For Outstanding Game Show Host. Yes, sir. Who all in the category? Come on, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Steve. Oh, thank you. You know, it's uh, I just I just keep going, man. I'm just I'm just so grateful that God keeps me relevant on so many levels. You know, I I have a blessed life, man, in spite of what you know anybody might think or say i just I, I just keep he just keeps on doing it for me so i just keep on living man waking up man i appreciate him god and gave me a great life i just keep going man it's crazy what god has done for me so you're still okay. winning no Working matter how you look at so it so yeah. far mm-hmm. what what were you saying they only knew what was actually happening to me i'm telling you man people would be People would just be like, okay, Steve, what is going on? And all I can tell you is just favor. It's just a bunch mm-hmm. of favor, man. That's all I can tell you. Man. <laughs> no, that's right. Ooh, that's nice. That's nice. Oh, can I say something, too? Let me yeah. just say this to you guys. We were talking about NAACP Image Awards. The Trumpet Awards were last night. And, mm-hmm. Steve, your boy, Cedric the Entertainer, Won the Excellence yeah. in Entertainment Award. All so right. Okay. Congratulations. Said he said. Said he said. We love it. That I said. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hosted by Wanda Sykes. Said the roller. That's my dude. I did a video tribute to him because I was in Africa when they asked me to do it. So 
Hopefully it, it aired last night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's got nice. all kinds of love nice. on this show, though. It's oh, man. Out on tour with Tommy. All kinds. We love us. No, hey, hey, stop, stop, stop. Tommy, yeah. Tommy, Tommy out on tour with him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Correct, y'all. Don't, 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 don't get this twisted. Keep them canes where they belong now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the NAACP Image Awards will air on BET on February 2nd. Well, in other entertainment news, R. Kelly's girlfriend, Jocelyn Savage, uh, reunited with her family for the first time in three years. Attorney Gerald Griggs says that uh, Joyce, Joycelyn's immediate family members were secretly brought to the holding area of the Chicago courthouse on Thursday for a private meeting. Meeting took place before Joycelyn was released on bond for her alleged fight with R. Kelly's other girlfriend, Azrielle Clary, at the singer's uh, Trump Tower condo. Family talked for about 20 minutes. Her parents made sure she had contact info, uh, info from them. Azriel has reportedly moved out of the condo and moved in with her family. She's considering flipping on the singer and uh, cooperating with the feds. The only thing stopping her from talking is her fear of repercussions from Kelly and his team. Wow. Mm. All right, Steve, wow. time to get caught up on today's headlines. Whew, that's a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. And here's the news. Iranian citizens took to the streets of the capital city of Tehran over the weekend to put pressure on their leaders to quit over the way they handled the downing of that Ukrainian passenger jet. This coming after the Iranian military finally admitted that they did it, that they mistakenly shot it down last Wednesday, basically out of fear that it may have been an American missile. Yesterday, Iranians chanted, they are lying that our enemy is America. Our enemy is right here. Some of the other chants apologize and resign. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau calling for an investigation into the down plane where all aboard were killed, among them dozens of Canadian citizens. Trudeau says he wants a credible probe as well as compensation for the victims' families. Get this, a lot of Canadians are blaming Donald Trump for goading and scaring the Iranians so bad that they actually shot that plane down killing over 50 Canadian citizens, as I said. Listen to this. The federal government now warning people about fake military draft notices, demanding that Americans report for duty to deploy to Iran. These are phony messages, y'all, okay? Phony. They threaten their targets with jail time if they don't get to military recruiters. According to CBS, the Army is investigating these bogus messages, which they say began appearing on people's phones last Monday, just as tensions heated up between the U.S. and Iran. Yesterday was the 10th anniversary of the 7.0 earthquake that tore the country of Haiti apart. Haitians gathered at churches, grave sites, and public memorials yesterday to mark the tragic anniversary. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi expected to send the articles of impeachment against President Trump to the U.S. Senate this week. Representative Pelosi scheduled to meet with House Democrats actually tomorrow to discuss the timing of a vote on impeachment managers. Believe it or not, we have a problem with perhaps health officials saying that last year vaping-related lung injuries in the U.S. left 55 people dead and more than 2,500 people hospitalized. And they say that young people still love to vape. They think it's fine, and they are very, 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 very much in danger, health officials say. Tennis superstar Serena Williams won her first title in three years over the weekend. It was the Auckland Classic, and you know what she's going to do? The 38-year-old says she's donating or prize money to Australia's Bushfire Relief Fund. That's what she's doing. Today is tops at the box office over the weekend was the World War I film 1917, earning some $36 million. You have a brother in the 2nd Battalion. They're walking into a trap. Your orders are to deliver a message calling off tomorrow morning's attack. If you fail, 
It will be a massacre. We've got orders to cross here. That is the German front line. 1917 has already won Golden Globes for Best Drama and Best Director. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, a lot of football this past weekend, uh, guys. And uh, Junior is here to break down the NFL playoffs, Junior. Unc, it was a lot of football. I know you're in Africa, Unc, but it's a lot of football being played. This playoff football series. I know you got Seen that up. Well, you sound playing. so sad. I can't what even comment. You can't. It ain't no football news. It ain't. There ain't no highlights. Ain't no ESPN. Wow. Nothing. Nothing. <sighs> nothing. So San Francisco 49ers beat Minnesota Vikings. Okay, beat them. Now the NFC Championship oh, can I, can game I, is can set. Can I jump in, though, Junior? What's Junior, that? can I jump in? Mm. My husband was so happy Minnesota lost. I bet he was. <laughs> they beat the Saints. <laughs> Man, I know that. <laughs> he was so happy. But, but go ahead. I just had to jump won. in with that. <laughs> well, they got the NFC uh, Championship game set now. Uh, San Francisco 49ers versus the Green Bay Packers. Who you got? Ooh. Don't really care. Don't really care. <laughs> Ain't got no dog in that hunt. Once again, I go back to my statement Neither one of these damn teams is Cleveland. So what <laughs> do I care? San Francisco, long way away. I ain't know they was going to do nothing in Green Bay. Ain't nobody going up Green Bay, so I really don't care. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then look here. The Titans beat the Baltimore Ravens. I know you didn't know that because you're over in Africa. But now you ain't going to believe no, this, I didn't though. Know it. <laughs> but I do know that the Titans won, and I don't know how the hell they won, but they're going to be strong now because I ain't think nobody was going to whoop that boy Lamar. Oh, no. They got him. But guess what, though, Unc? Well, so now the AFC Championship game is going to be the Tennessee Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, the Titans done surprised everybody. They the Titans beat the, beat the doggone Ravens. They got a running game. They got a defense, man. But I want Patrick Mahone to get back in there and win that thing. So, you know, even though I think the Titans got what it takes to shock them, I'm just secretly pulling for Kansas City. But if the Titans win, I don't care because ain't neither one of them Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, you know, anyway, it it's going to be two good games on next Sunday. It's championship Sunday. So, you know, plus, don't forget, yeah. up, Steve, you are doing NFL honors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing the NFL honors, and I might get a chance to meet Tom Brady this year because he ain't in the Super Bowl. (laughs) 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 He ain't in the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you, Junior. Coming up, Lonnie Love says, Black men do not know how to be faithful because of slavery. Things people say when you got a white man. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was Junior Lonnie. All right. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, Lonnie Love is facing facing a lot of backlash after she said that slavery is the reason black men are not faithful. On an episode of The Real, the ladies were they were talking about Kevin Hart's cheating scandal while um, discussing his new docu-series, Don't Blank This Up. Anyway, Lonnie said that men in the black community don't know how to be faithful. Take a listen. In the black community, 
I want to, you know, I don't speak for the black community, but I do think that a lot of black men, they really don't know how to have true, faithful relationships. They think because they have money, because they have power, that they can treat women any kind of way. Lonnie loves saying things. And that is something we need to work on. We need to work on that. Uh, that together. money and power does not mean that you I can guess. just do whatever you want to do. I think sadly, in so many cultures, that is the whole yeah. machismo thing. Like, yeah. that is... That goes across the board, but I, I'm going to no, say... it's not across the board, because what is happening is that we are still dealing with the point of uh, slavery, and we are descendants of slavery, and because our families were broken up, we still do not have an idea of how to have together families, because our families were broken up. Wow. No. Wow. No. no. If you're looking, what are you saying? If you're looking for the reason why men cheat. You can pick any number of things. Uh, the male ego, uh, the availability, hmm. uh, because there are so many women willing to cheat with you. You can pick slavery as a reason. You can pick the, the lack of fathers in the community. You can pick another thing. But the mistake that Lonnie's making is when they try to correct her, she goes, no, no, no. Now, sister, you just said you don't speak for the black community, but you don't. And you don't know how why black men cheat. You can kid any number of reasons because I am telling you there are a number. I have never, as a black never man, in my right. life thought the reason for anything I've done or the reason that some other men have done in our previous lives in for terms of infidelity was because of slavery. Now, the, so then if black men cheat because of slavery, why do white men cheat? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because white men do it at a, at a much higher rate than do black men, whether you know it or not. And it has nothing to do with money and power. Male men cheat. Truck drivers cheat, football players cheat, pastors mm. cheat. The dude down at the convenience store that work at the gas station cheat. All men don't cheat. And, and so for you to say no, black men, and then when the young lady tried to correct her and say something to the effect that that's across the board. Across the board. No, it's uh -huh. not. No, cheating is across the board. And it's not that way. And I don't know what made her think that that was going to be a profound statement. And all, and all them people in the audience clapping. Clapping for what? For what? What did Lonnie say? Lonnie, Lonnie doesn't know. She don't know. She don't. Men cheating today deadly about slavery. Man. Nothing to do with it. I mean, we we suffered the effects from slavery and other things, you know, but I don't know if I've ever seen it necessarily directly, like you're saying, Steve, from uh, uh, have to do with cheating. Seems like excuse. slavery no. would bring you closer, you know, especially back in those times when they were separating the families and mothers from children and husbands from wives and things like that. Seems like that would have brought the men closer to the women from yeah, my perspective. Is she trying called, to say yeah. because of... Go ahead, Steve. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm trying to figure out if she was trying to say slavery because of the families and separating the families that black men yeah. don't know how to be together. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's exactly family, what she was saying. Correct. 
But that's, but that's not. I don't think that's. That's, that's not, not a byproduct either. of slavery. No, that would bring you closer during cheating, those times. Cheating is a lot of other mm-hmm. things. It's not that. And you know, come on now. Ain't, ain't yeah. Coming up next, we told you Junior is in for the nephew. The nephew's out today, but uh, Junior has a prank phone call, and that's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, I want to get my girlfriend tested. Oh. Whoa. Uh-huh. Uh, that is the subject. But right now, yes, yeah, Steve, right now, Junior's in for the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Junior? Uh, the prank today the nephew has left us uh-huh. is called Baby Weight. Baby Weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You going to see what that high this is? Go ahead. Come on. Run it, cat. <laughs> I know this better not be what I think he's talking about. Uh-huh. Baby uh-huh. Weight. Uh-huh. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Trina, please. Yeah, this is Trina. Hey, uh, Trina, my name is uh, Ernest, Ernest Murphy, down here at the bus barn with the, uh, from the school district. Your son is, is Devin, am I right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, he's in the sixth that... grade, I think. I Wait, think is everything rides... okay? Yeah, 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 everything is fine. I think he's on, he rides bus 90, bus 93. Does he ride bus 93? Are you familiar yeah. with the bus number? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, he does. Okay, so now the school board has implemented a new rule, and um, we're we're having to call uh, a lot of parents and let them know about the new rule uh, as far as the buses are concerned. Now, from my understanding, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than 125 pounds. That's what the new rule that is implemented by the school board. Wait, what did you say? Can you say that again? I feel like uh, I just missed something. Each, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than 125 pounds. I don't understand. I don't understand. Can, can, so what, what's, okay, so what, is, what does that mean? So starting on Monday, starting on Monday, what they're going to do is they're going to, the bus driver will have a scale, and he will weigh the kids what? before they get on on the bus, I, I I understand, man. But I, like I say, I'm calling, I'm calling every parent wait, that they uh, wait. What the? the f- f- you they... said you're gonna you're gonna weigh my child before he gets on the bus. That's that's I... what the new rule. That's what the new rule. Is. If he's it... over 125, then he wait, he'll either have to walk wait, or you'll have to take him to school. Wait, you, no, wait, my, I have a job. Okay, I have a job. I'm not gonna take my kid to school. That doesn't. I don't. I, that's what the bus is for. That's what our, my tax dollars pay for. But what right. Is, but, but what's me, the reasoning, me, the rationale behind this? Okay, let me tell you what's going on. From what they're saying uh, okay. is that the the weight of these children is wearing down these transmissions on this bus, on these buses. Is, the transmission, the transmission that cannot take all of that. So they are limiting the weight of each child. So now, how much does that? I think over, that's discrimination. Huh? I think that's discrimination. But is, that, is your son over? Is he over 125 pounds? He okay. He is. Okay. He's a, he's then, a tall then, kid. Then, then you gonna, you probably gonna have to take your son to school, or he gonna have to walk. No, he I, probably he probably need to walk to school if he already 125 pounds. That is so rude. <laughs> what the absolute are you talking about? Like, seriously? Uh, 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 ma'am, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is if your son. Is overweight, uh, 125. 
you know, maybe the exercise are doing good, but like I say, the, the school board Devin, is not going to allow him on the bus. Sir, I, I will not accept this. If I, who do I need to call? Is there a manager? Is there a city council member? I mean, this is seriously the most f***ed up discriminatory practice I've ever heard of. It doesn't even make sense. You're talking okay. about a child. I understand, but we're talking about a child that weighs more than a grown person. You, your son listen, is a heavy. I need to get, what is your name, sir? Tell me your name again. My, I'm name, is Ernest. My name is Ernest. I'm down here at the bus ball. I would like to speak with a supervisor. Like now, okay. you, you do not get to speak to my about my child that way. You don't get to speak to any kid that way. You should not be working at a school if that is your attitude. That is I'm not, I don't work at the school. I work at the bus barn. I'm down here at the bus barn, and they gave me your number. Evidently, they right because you're saying he's over 125 pounds. I, I am in absolute shock. This is so cute. Like, okay. So, do you have a fat ass child? I mean, do you have, excuse me, I'm sorry, do you have a big child? Listen, what my child looks like, how much he weighs, is none of your business. I'm going to call the school. They should be working with your company if this is the way that you treat people. And you talk about children this way? But what the f is the matter with you? I guess what they're doing is that this is the way of them approaching obesity. You know, let right. the kids yeah, walk to school. Whoever, whoever over 125, let them walk. They might walk it all. Your son might. Listen, meet. listen. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Okay, I have to work. My son is getting on that bus, and I'm going to call the school board. and should not be working with you. Maybe another bus company. I don't know, but I'm calling the city. I will call whoever the f I need to call. But you need to give me a supervisor's name right now. Right now. Do you like, think you need to start cooking different so, so Devin don't have, uh, you know, maybe maybe it starts at home with what you feed me. Everybody you know, I am calling your supervisor. I'm calling the, the city. I'm calling the school. I am going to get you so fired. Like, I can't even believe that you're allowed to make this call. Like, are other parents okay with this? Well, well, I'm, I'm calling. When you're on your way to work in the morning, Trina, do you listen to the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Oh my God! Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> so this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. Yes, yes, Nephew yes. Your, Tommy. Your, your cousin Vicky got me to prank phone call you, baby. <laughs> oh my God! I'm gonna kill her. Yeah. God. I mean, I was like, oh my God! I love Steve Harvey. I love you. I was going to have a heart attack. Thank God. You got to tell me this, baby. Trina, what is the baddest? And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey's. <laughs> All right, there it is. Okay, baby, me. wait. Messing with people's kids. Hey. Okay. You can't mess with people's wait, kids. Wait. What? It's not what I thought it was about, but he still played too much. That's still oh. wrong. What did you think? Oh, I know what you thought. Yeah, I know what you thought. Baby had a, weight? Had a baby. I, I yeah. don't know, Shirley. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. Now, this baby uh -huh. way too much. How old is Tasha Carla? <laughs> right. She will How be 12 on Friday. You're no longer saying right. those, that famous line, you know I just had a baby. <laughs>
Oh, I'm, I'm committed to that line. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I said it until Sheridan was about 13. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. Give me that. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-mm. Tommy's oh, always messing good. with people. People, ki- kids. People's kids, though. He don't care. Yeah, he plays too much. Plays way too much. That's oh, good. man. It's part of pranking. Wouldn't let that little boy on the bus. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to walk. <laughs> what? To tell nobody kid that. Your baby need to walk to school. <laughs> that is baby not... way too much to get on the bus. That Ooh. is not right. He don't care. No, he does not, not care. He played too much. Steve, how's your diet going in Africa? Have you been uh you've been good? Yeah, you know, I'm actually been on it pretty good. You know, I got a birthday coming up, so I've been yes, you do, sir. steady Friday. doing it the right way until mm-hmm. my birthday. Now I'm gonna let them have it. All of it. All right. Uh, Thank you, Junior, in for the nephew. Coming up next, today's Strawberry Letters subject, I want to get my girlfriend tested. All right, we'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read that one for you right now. And that's for Jay, by the way, when I pop those papers like that. Yeah. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Junior. Subject, I want to get my girlfriend tested. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a single man in my mid-20s, and I met a woman on an online dating site. She's three years older. She is gorgeous, has a great body, and she's more mature than girls my age. We started dating late last year, and I've fallen for her really quick. But now I have a big problem. We decided to go public with our relationship over the holidays and I posted a picture of the two of us on Instagram. As soon as I posted it, I got a DM from a stranger, direct message, claiming he hung out with her recently and she got an STD and she did not tell him about it. Uh, The guy said that luckily he didn't get it from her, but she hooked up with one of his friends and he got it. I didn't believe this guy because he could have been a hating ex that's jealous. Fast forward to New Year's Eve. I posted a picture of me and my girl hanging out. Shortly thereafter, one of my older female cousins called me and told me that my girlfriend was known as a thought in high school and she warned me not to get too caught up with her. I couldn't ignore the issue anymore at this point. I asked my girl about her past and she said that everyone has a past and she learned from her mistakes and she's ready to move on. She swore that she is disease free, but she did not deny that uh, she may have had a disease at one time. She was truly hurt by me confronting her and she said that she'll understand if I want to break up with her. I feel terrible for making her defend her past, but I want to ask her to take some STD tests before I sleep with her again. I will take the test with her because I want to be sure I'm okay too. Was I wrong for addressing the rumors? Will I be wrong to drag her to a lab for blood tests? How should I handle this? She might be V1 and I don't want to mess things up. Okay, slow your roll, Mr. Mid-20s. Okay, please. Uh, You're not wrong. You would be wrong if you ignored this very serious situation, and it is serious, and uh, you need to know what's going on with her. So, no, you're not wrong for addressing the rumor, which 
as it turned out, was the truth after all. Uh, you have to decide at this point if this is really what you want and if she's who you really want. Remember earlier in the letter, one guy said that she had an STD, but he didn't get it from her. But uh, she did uh, get with one of his friends and he got it. Remember all of that? Remember your older cousin who said she was a thought in high school and all of that? That's kind of like two and three strikes right there. I mean, I know you're young, uh, but even though, you know, she didn't deny having the STD, uh, you had to kind of, you know, find out about it before she was honest with you. Uh, you know, she could have put you seriously at risk here, okay? Seriously at risk. I know your feelings are involved. So, um... As far as her being the one, and yes, everyone does have a past. I want to make that clear. We all have pasts when we get in these relationships. But uh, I just tell you, not so fast. I mean, you really need to rethink this situation uh, with this young lady. And uh, you need to know for a fact more than her just swearing that she's disease free and she wants to move on okay you gotta uh -uh, you need way more evidence than that okay without your feelings being involved slow this down you may be breaking up with her before this is all over you might break up with her yeah steve well you know i'm a little i'm feel a little different about this letter you know because it's social media involved and all this here. So this guy, mid-20s, meets this girl online. She's three years older than him. He really likes her, but he got a big problem. When they decided to go public of the relationship over the holidays, he posted a picture of him on, on IG. Then after he posted it, he got a direct message from a stranger claiming he hung out with her recently and she's got an STD that she didn't tell him about. Okay, hold up, dog. You hung out with her recently, and she has an STD that she didn't tell you about. Hung out, slept with her. What you mm -hmm. talking about? See, Lil Vague right here, partner, claiming he hung out with her recently. She got an STD she didn't tell. The guy said that luckily he didn't get it from her, but she hooked up with one of his friends, and he got it. Mm-hmm. So that means he slept with her, Steve. No, it don't. It don't he didn't necessarily. Get it from he, her. Just, he didn't. Yeah, but he said he hung out with it. They, they just somebody running their mouth. But why? Why would he? Why would he come to you? He don't know you. Why would he DM you? And then like the dude say, it could be you know, I didn't believe this guy because he could have been a hating ex that's jealous. That could happen. See, so you gotta watch. Then. Fast forward New Year's Eve, posted a picture of me and your girlfriend hanging out. And then one of my older female cousins called me and told me that my girlfriend was known as a thought in high school. Okay, hold on. Now, the dude in his mid-20s, she three years older. So let's say he 26. She 29. So now, this girl right here, because your older female cousin, that she was known as a thought in high school. That don't mean that's what she still is. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at this where you got to get. Now, I'm going to give him some advice when I come back on what to do. But really, right now, though, I mean, dog, I'm just dealing with how people get in the way of something that could have some possibilities of being okay. But all these people want to hang something over the girl's head. We come back, I'll tell you what I think Lone Man ought to do. 
All right, Steve, hang on to that thought. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letters subject, I want to get my girlfriend tested. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen up, ladies. Madison Reed will give you salon quality results at home. And I'm talking about nourishing ingredients like Aragon oil, keratin, and ginseng root extract. It left my hair shiny and with healthy looking results without damaging ingredients found in most hair colors. So listen, just do like I did. Take the easy online color quiz to help you get that perfect shade. Or you can talk to one of their color specialists. I did it. You can do it too. Go to madison-reed.com you can get ammonia free multi-dimensional hair color for less than $25 just use the promo code harvey and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit that's code harvey visit madison-reed.com and find your perfect shade all right steve come on let's recap today's strawberry letters subject i want to get my girlfriend tested okay so this is a prime example of social media People ain't, ain't nobody ever happy for nobody no more. Ain't nobody, hey man, glad you found somebody. Just want to let you know this. Everybody called with run, the sky's falling, it's on fire. Posted a picture, a total stranger calls this man out of nowhere, talking about he hung out with her and he didn't get the disease, but then his boy hung out with her and he got it. Okay. Then you post another picture and your older female cousin called and say she was known as a thought in high school. Okay, all right, I got all of this. I got, now, do you have reason to be concerned? Yeah, you should. You should. Because this disease thing is kind of crazy. But now, at least, at least, they talking STD. At least. Because <laughs> they have some other stuff out here now. They ain't, they ain't, these phone calls ain't no, he got it. No, it, it, it's some other things that happen now. So let's just say that you got one, your, your uh, cousin told you not to get caught up with her. So you say you couldn't ignore the issue anymore at this point. So I asked my girl about her past, and she said that everybody has a past. She's learned from her mistakes, and she's ready to move on. She swore that she's disease-free, but she did not deny that she may have had a disease at one time. Okay, and then she was hurt by me confronting her and said that she'll understand if I want to break up with her. Okay, I had a dude on my uh, Facebook watch show from uh, Quality Control okay. that represent Migos and Cardi B. And Coach K and P was on the show. P tweeted something the other day that somebody showed me, and I don't have it in front of me, so I'm paraphrasing it. He said in his quote, because he has an interesting past, too. He said, I'm not going to let what I was, what I did, what I didn't do, and what I should have did affect who I am and who I'm going to be. I like that. Oh, man. I like it. Deep. See, that yeah, right there, like that. that meant something to me because I went, wow. This dude said, I'm not going to let who I was, what I did, what I didn't do and what I should have did affect who I am and who I'm going to be. And that's why after this that I read this weekend, I'm just kind of take a different approach to this letter. Mm -hmm. Now, she swore she's disease-free, 
But she didn't deny that she might have had the disease at one time. You know, they had diseases back, you know, that you could, you know, get rid of. You know, mm-hmm. so obviously it wasn't a death sentence. But she was truly hurt by me confronting her and asked that she'd understand if I wanted to break up with her. But I want to ask her to take some STD tests before I sleep with her again. Okay, that's fair. Now, the best way to do it is I'll take the test with her because I want to make sure I'm okay too. See, all this is fair. All this is fair. You know, because was I wrong for addressing the rumors? No, you wasn't. And it gave her a chance to say, yes, I've had a past, but I'm moving on now. You know, maybe the woman enjoys your company. Y'all enjoy each other's company. Y'all got a real thing here. People make mistakes from their past. Was I wrong for addressing rumors? No, you weren't wrong for addressing the rumors. Will I be wrong to drag her down for a lab for blood test? Well, you can't drag her nowhere. (laughs) All you could do is ask her to go. Say, listen, this is how I feel about you. You really matter to me, and I want to move this thing forward. And just so I can be okay and make sure you okay, let's go down and get tested together. Because I've had a past myself, which you have. This ain't your first girl, dog. And then he said, how should I handle this? That's what you should do. Say, look, I'm really falling for you. And I'm really feeling like you could be the one. I just need to be put at ease. I need to go get tested because I have a past, you have a past. I'm willing to let bygones be bygones. But let's go test each other so we can move forward with this because I think we got something real. She might be, and then he said in the letter, because she might be the one, and I don't want to mess things up. But see, you got to remember something, too. The devil's job has only one mission in life, and that's to rob you of your destiny. You could meet a wonderful person, and then the devil got some imps that work for him all the time. Now, here come one that just slid into your DMs. You don't even know this dude. You don't even know him. You don't even know if there's any truth to what he said. Then he doubles back and your older female cousin did not say nothing to you about no STD. She just said she might be a thought in high school. So now you combine that with what could be the potential lie. And now you done broke up with this girl and it could have been the one. And then then the devil done robbed you of your destiny. Take the girl's hand. Tell her how you feel about her. You want to be sure because you think she the one. Y'all go get tested together, and then let's go. Have a nice life, man. All right, Steve. Thank you. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, the college national football championship is tonight, and Junior is going to talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Junior, tonight is the 2020 College Football National Championship. That's LSU versus Clemson in New Orleans at the Superdome. President Trump is scheduled to attend tonight's game. I know. (laughs) Officials say that ticket holders in New Orleans residents should expect some heavy security, street blockages, and big, big crowds. Providing security are are the uh, Secret Service, the New Orleans Police Department, the Louisiana State Department, both in uniform and in plain clothes, the U.S. Coast Guard, and the FBI. Yep. Well, why has he got to be that up? (laughs) What is he he going? Yeah. Mm. It's the college championship. Ain't you got something to do? Well, I mean, you know, he going to Louisiana. 
Very popular in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Red State, Mississippi, Mm -hmm. Alabama, Georgia, red states. He go into the game. He don't really do football. He a golf guy. But the thing of it is, man, I think Clemson is a great football team. I think they're going to go in as the underdogs. They're going to have a chip on their shoulder. I would like mm-hmm. to see Louisiana win it for Louisiana down there at LSU. And them damn uniforms is purple and gold. So whoa, what else do I need another reason? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make us, huh? Heisman Trophy winner, uh, LSU quarterback Joe Burrow is going up against Trevor Lawrence, man. This is two top quarterbacks. I think this is going to be a really good game, Unc. I really do believe it is. It will be a home game, though, for LSU. You can it believe is, that. It's going to be yeah, a home Yeah, Baton game. Rouge down the street. Yeah. And yeah. I, I would. Yeah. I don't know, man. I ain't really got no dog in this fight. Once again, neither <laughs> one of these teams is Cleveland. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to say that again. <laughs> it'd, be great, it'd be great for the state of Louisiana, though, for them yeah. to win, though. It really would be. And it's a storyboard season for them, too, man. I mean, it's just yeah. undefeated, took down Alabama. That's it. I love their coach because you can't understand nothing LSU. Nothing coach, he say. Though. Boy, that, boy, that yeah, accent is so thick. That Louisiana accent. I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to get me. I, I, I won't get up there. And I play a game, but I try to get everything, do that thing like I tell. And I just show the LSU football what we're going to do right there is be the type of man we're going to get up there and play that game like that there and run that ball out of that field. And I say, bring it on home to LSU. And all I want to see about that. Yeah. And that, who that? <laughs> Go Tigers! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how he sounds. Really. Sound I know he really does. Yep. Sound just like that. I was yes. looking lost over yeah. here. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, guys. In trending political news, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that uh, she is preparing to send the two articles of impeachment of President Donald Trump to the Senate this week. We'll be back to talk about it right after this. Give them to him at the game. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In a letter sent to her Democratic colleagues on Friday, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that she is preparing to send the two articles of impeachment of President Donald Trump to the Senate this week, paving the way for a trial to begin. She says, I have asked Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler to be prepared to bring to the floor next week a resolution to appoint managers and transmit articles of impeachment to the Senate. That is what Pelosi wrote in a letter to Democrats. She said, I will be consulting with you at our Tuesday House Democratic Caucus meeting on how we proceed further. The House managers act as the prosecutors of Donald Trump uh, during the Senate trial. A floor vote will be held to name impeachment managers before the articles can be transmitted to the Senate. The articles will accuse President Trump of abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. They're being withheld by Pelosi because she said she wanted to ensure a fair trial was being held by the Senate. In an impeachment trial, every senator takes an oath to do impartial justice according to the Constitution and laws. Also, well, there you go. Uh, Also, uh, yeah, on that same note, guys, did you see uh, Trump supporter um, viral video? This was an Ohio teen Trump supporter. uh, Was at a loss for words when a reporter asked him what had uh, the president done well. Check it out. Take a listen. What is something that you believe the president has done well? Uh, I, I, I just, I'm not really sure. Is I just support him. 
What was all that yeah. humming about? Yeah. I ain't lying, partner. That's show how it goes. That's show how it goes. You know, uh, the thing about this impeachment and about Trump, um, this this stuff is gonna go to the house, and you expect all of the senators to honor the Constitution and they sworn oath to uphold the Constitution. They're not going to do that. They've already decided across the board, every last one of them, that they're not voting for impeachment. They're not even going to interview all of the required uh, witnesses. They're not going to do anything. This, This right here for our country is a farce. It's a farce because they will not address anything that this man has done wrong. And they all know he's done things wrong. They mm-hmm. all know. Oh, if Barack knows. Obama had done any oh, of this, please, Steve, come any, on. It would have been yeah. a disaster, man. So I get sick of them always talking about what they're going to They don't care about the Constitution mm-hmm. until it's convenient. That Second Amendment, oh, they'll, they'll wear that one out. But, oh, the and, but they'll make mm-hmm. them. Oh, yeah. But, right but other than that, mm-hmm. they don't, they don't. Everybody's got a right to the pursuit of happiness. That's not what they're doing. It's a lot they don't do. We have such a hypocritical country when it comes to politics and these politicians. And th- this guy is going to get a. He will go down in history as one of the worst presidents we've ever had. Yeah. In you, do you know, times. Steve, he's still calling this an impeachment hoax? And he's been impeached no. by the Congress. He's still calling it's it real. An and, well, hoax. and the reason the reason it's mm. a hoax is because the Senate will not do their sworn duty. Mm-hmm. They will not look right. at it impartially. They will not uh, uh, interview all the witnesses. They will not view the charges as as he is committed any criminal offense. That's not what he's going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Not what he uh, Yeah. She says, uh, Nancy Pelosi says, I'll read it again. In an impeachment trial, every senator takes an oath to do impartial justice according to the Constitution and laws. Right. It's going to look like favoritism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's that word again. Partiality. Impartial, all of that. Mm-hmm. Partisanship. Mm-hmm. All of those words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a shame, though. This president. But it is what it he is. He's going to be probably in New Orleans at that game tonight. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if he's going to get booed like he did at the other game. Well, uh, coming up more mm. of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Meghan Markle has reportedly signed a deal with Disney just days after announcing that she and Prince Harry will step down and step back from their royal duties. Uh, The Times has reported that the Duchess of Sussex will do voiceover work for Disney in exchange for a donation to the wildlife organization, Elephants Without Borders. So there you go. That's some of the stuff they're going to be doing uh, as they, you know, step away or back down from their royal duties. Doing voiceover work for Disney. Okay. Yeah, she getting, and then she Disney the job, will contribute. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they said they wanted to have financial uh, independence. Oh, that's good. Yeah. She went out and got a job go right Disney. away. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not leaving the yeah. palace, though. I'm, I'm <laughs> still not leaving. I'm with you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> they were trying to say too that Oprah advised her on some stuff. And Oprah said, "No, no, 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 no. Keep my name out of that. I didn't advise her on nothing. That's a decision they made. Even though Obamas no. are coming out saying, uh, uh-uh, uh, we ain't had nothing to do with that. Yeah. They made their own decisions. Yeah." Prince Harry wanted to protect his wife. I wouldn't give a damn. He wouldn't talk me out of nothing. I'm staying at the palace. This where I'm from. This who I am. I am king. Damn. Oh, you're king now, not the Earl anymore. (laughs) You're not the Duke. Uh, That's what I don't care what. If I got a title, that Earl Duke, I'm in the palace. Okay. (laughs) All right, we have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So excited, guys, about the nominations for the 51st annual NAACP Image Award. The award show honors the accomplishments of African Americans and people of color in TV, music, literature, and film, and also recognizes individuals or groups who promote social justice through creative endeavors. Netflix picked up a lot of nominations this time out, including When They See Us and Dolomite Is My Name with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> On the uh, movie side, I love that right. movie. On the movie side, Queen and Slim, Harriet, nice. Just Mercy. Uh, Entertainer of the Year, Regina King, Billy Porter, and Lizzo. Actors, Eddie Murphy, Cynthia uh, Erivo, Harriet. She played Harriet, remember? Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx, Forrest Whitaker, Godfather of Harlem. I get to watch that. I got Woo, to so good. Amari Hardwick from Power and our very own, ready for this? Get the drum roll ready, Kat. Our very own Steve Harvey is nominated. Yeah, yeah. For Outstanding Game Show Host. Yes, sir. Who all in the category? Come on, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Steve. Oh, thank you. You know, it's uh, I just I just keep going, man. I'm just I'm just so grateful that God keeps me relevant on so many levels. You know, I, I have a blessed life, man, in spite of what you know, anybody might think or say, I just, I, I just keep, he just keeps on doing it for me. So I just keep on living, man, waking up, man. I appreciate him, God, and gave me a great life. I just keep going, man. It's crazy what God has done for me. So You're still okay. winning no Working matter how you look at so it. So yeah. far, mm-hmm. what, what were you saying? they only knew what was actually happening to me, I'm telling you, man, people would be, People would just be like, okay, Steve, what is going on? And all I can tell you is just favor. It's just a bunch mm-hmm. of favor, man. That's all I can tell you. Man. <laughs> no, that's right. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Oh, can I say something, too? Let me yeah. just say this to you guys. We were talking about NAACP Image Awards. The Trumpet Awards were last night. And, mm-hmm. Steve, your boy, Cedric the Entertainer, won the Excellence yeah. in Entertainment Award. All so right. Okay. Congratulations. Seti said. Seti said. We love it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hosted yeah. by Wanda Sykes. Said the roller. <laughs> That's my yeah. dude. I did a video tribute to him because I was in Africa when they asked me to do it. So hopefully it worked. It aired it. last night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's got nice. all kinds of love nice. on this show, though. It's oh, man. Out on tour with Tommy. All kinds. We love us. None, hey, hey, stop, stop, stop. Tommy, yeah. Tommy, Tommy out on tour with him. <laughs> okay. 
Don't 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 get this twisted. Keep them canes where they belong now. That's right. That's right. The NAACP Image Awards will air on BET on February 2nd. All right, coming up next, our last break of the day and some inspiring closing remarks from the one and only the NAACP Image Award nominee, Mr. Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day on this Monday. It's been a good day. Had fun today. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Had fun. Yeah. All right, and congratulations again, Steve, yeah, on your nomination. NAACP Image Thank Award you. for Best Jam- Game Show mm-hmm. Host. Yeah. God is blessing. All the time. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. All yes, the time. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes. good. How All he not going to win, though, Shirley? <laughs> we, should we <laughs> just congratulate Unc right now? <laughs> well, that, 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 it ain't necessarily true, though. You never, man, that's why I don't even worry about them no more. I stopped uh, years ago. You know, it's not that I don't go to them. But I'm not I'm not looking forward to it like I used to. Oh, the war show, man, what I'm aware, I'm gonna go on the red carpet. I I just decided that that wasn't, you know, what it was about for me anymore. I've had a mm-hmm. really had a huge amount of awards heaped on me. I'm I'm really good, you know, and I'd be happy for my boys, like when Sid win or, yeah. or, or Kevin win or or, or Rock, somebody win that I know. Eddie's nominated. Like the Rock, yeah. Eddie nominated. Jamie Foxx nominated. So bad. Yeah. Fox can act his tail off. Michael B. Jordan. I like all them boys, man. I like all of that Omari, stuff. Omari, I just, Whitaker. I just know that I'm not. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, that's that's not my world anymore. You know, this is a second half of my life but is going Steve, in a different direction. Steve, let me say direction. this, though. Let me cut you, up, cut you off because the NAACP Image Awards, that's us. Mm-hmm. Recognizing the good work that you do constantly. That's and right, you Carla. You do great work. You do mentoring. You give back. You work hard, honey. Can't nobody call you lazy. You work really hard. Family yeah, feud. This is why you they do. nominate you. They are recognizing you for your work and what you do. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. With the T. So congratulations. Yeah. We love you and we support you on that. That's right. Yeah, and what a blessing that. it is to be nominated by mm-hmm. your peers, you know, and by your, yes, your people, mean. Steve. Yeah, yeah, I know. Our yeah, people. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I accept that aspect of it. And in my image awards means more to me than any awards I receive. Yeah. Because that's, I, bet. I started sure. with, yeah. with, with just a black fan base. That's all I had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah. Black people have remained uh, true, loyal. loyal to me mm-hmm. yeah. for all for mm-hmm. all these years, man. I just I can't thank them enough. But in this half second half of my life, I dedicated my life towards the rewards instead of the awards. All right, uh, now oh, that's right. Because, Get deep with it, you Steve. Know, I've just seen enough of it, and sometimes when you work for the awards. The awards is just what it is. It's a plaque. It's a statue. It's a crystal piece. And you put it up for show, and it represents something that you accomplished and got voted for. But the rewards are different. The rewards of your hard work and labor, you can pass on to your children. The rewards, you can build your legacy with it. You're not going to build your legacy with awards you're going to build it with rewards things that's tangible for your uh grandchildren and children to think i was watching a movie on the plane 
And a line in the movie says, if you're over 60 years and you're not thinking about your legacy and what you will mean to people that you love when you're gone, they said, as a man, you're lying to yourself. And I said, wow, man, I think about that so often now, approaching another birthday, about to be 63. And then I was saying earlier in the show that I had um, Coach K and P on from the group Quality Control that represent Migos and Cardi B and a host of other people. And P kind of put a tweet out the other day that I read and I don't have it together exactly. I'm just paraphrasing his tweet but it meant a lot to me. He said, I refuse to allow who I was, what I did, what I should have did, and what I didn't do determine or affect who I am and what I'm going to be. And I thought that was such a profound statement. And so many people don't allow people to move on. Do you know how many people, man, trying to hang on to something from the past that they want to lay claim to, that they want to be known for, and it prohibits and stops them from moving forward in life. You can get so hung up on the past that you don't even see what's happening to ref- to, to, to see. Somebody sent it to me. The, the quote exactly from P was, I refuse to allow what I did, what I didn't do, or what I should have done affect what I'm about to do. Now repeat after me, keep hustling. That's his exact quote on Twitter. I refuse to allow what I did, what I didn't do, or what I should have done affect what I'm about to do. Now repeat after me, hashtag keep hustling. And that that's, that's a really profound statement, man. And so many people get hung up on their past. The, do you know, man, that you, can, you can't live on one accomplishment from your past and expect that to carry you into your future? You can't live on an accomplishment for your, from your past and keep expecting to get credit and a parade for it today. Yo, move on. It's done. You can't keep bringing back the glory years if you expect to have some future years. Look, we either moving forward or you staying in the past, but you can't do them both. That again, again, everybody, is why the Lord's Prayer is so important, man. When you say it every day, when you get to that line that says, give us this day our daily bread, they were talking about exactly that. The fact that you should ask God to supply you with everything you need today. The past belongs to history. The future belongs to God. The present is a gift that he gives us all today. That's why they call it the present, because all you have is today. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all, have yourself a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 